Welcome to Superior Mind Body Health Podcast. I am your host, Monica Banach, an advanced practice nurse and a certified health coach. Welcome, Dr. Austin Yarbrough. So excited to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Thank you. Um, If you don't mind, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a licensed chiropractic physician and a licensed functional medicine doctor. I specialize in gut health, hormones, and detoxification, weight loss as well, because we know those things all go hand in hand. Um, And I work in person and virtually. So I do about half and half. Um, I attended Ole Miss for undergrad, did half my degree in Australia, studying holistic medicine, exercise science. Um, and then went on, I was pre-med, went on to doctorate school after that, where I went to chiropractic school and then did more extensive training in functional medicine. And I love what I do. That's amazing. That's, that's a, that's a nice uh, resume right there. <laughs> it's a good awesome. resume for myself, you know, <laughs> I love it. And here you are like doing all this amazing work, which we'll get into in a little bit, but The main reason I wanted to have you on is not only because I I have followed you for a while and we connected on Instagram um, through like the whole like health and nutrition and detox. Uh, But recently you actually went through an explant surgery, uh, removing breast uh, implants. And I've seen a lot of this lately with like a lot of like athletes, like I used to be into like bodybuilding and stuff. And like, it seems like most of the bikini and the, uh, the athletes are removing the implants. Um, can you just kind of touch on like, what has led you to the decision to remove your, uh, implants, breast implants? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I got my implants back in 2019 sporadically. I kind of share that story um, on my page and I have been talking about this a lot, but to get them removed, I started having just some weird symptoms just to be like transparent. Um, I had COVID, which was back, you know, right when COVID started. Um, And then I do struggle with autoimmune issues. So that's always kind of been in my past, but I've always um, managed it holistically through just diet, lifestyle, nutrition, supplementation. And, um, kind of post COVID, I just started having some really weird symptoms. Uh, I had breast tenderness, swelling in the breast. I had, um, swelling in my lymph nodes, uh, Mm. body gut issues, um, brain fog. I was actually having really trouble with a lot of trouble with, um, insomnia and, I had never struggled with that before. So it was, I mean, as anyone knows, like when we don't sleep, we go nuts. Like I felt like I was crazy. And so I just like started diving deep into like my labs and working with functional medicine doctors, seeing, you know, some Western doctors as well. And just putting everything together, meeting with my surgeon and, um, kind of just came to the conclusion that my, my breasts were kind of, my body was just kind of attacking my breasts. Um, Mm that's kind of the easiest way I can put it. And, um, yeah, I already feel, and my surgery was August 8th, so it hasn't been long and I already feel so much better. It's crazy. My lymph nodes are already less swollen. Um, breasts are a little sore and this is post-surgery, um, a little sore, but other than that, um, I actually lost seven pounds after the surgery just from wow. just inflammation and just the swelling. Wow. So, you know, it's interesting because uh, you haven't had the implants for super long. I mean, 2019, like, you know, three and a half years. Um, so it's interesting that you were able to, like, notice all those symptoms. Like, how long did it take after your implants before you started noticing a difference? Was it pretty early on or or it took, you know, a year or two before you noticed the symptoms? Yeah. Yeah. So what we know from research and from me personally, I didn't notice the implants at all in the beginning. I felt like they weren't even there. My implants were really small. Again, I got them to just kind of even out my breasts. Um, I did, I do have some breast tissue, so it's not like I put these like massive implants in. Um, but what we know from research on BII and that kind of stuff is 
that these symptoms can take up to like three to five years to actually start showing up. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they are, you know, located in like our chest cavity, which as females, that's, that's by a lot of nerves and lymph nodes and um, puts us at risk for a lot of things and just in that area. So I did not start noticing them until probably two years after I got them. Um, and we, I can't really pinpoint if COVID, you know, was a factor, which, which I'm sure it was because I Mm. do struggle with autoimmune and, you know, just having that in the back, um, in the background. And then my body just kind of trying to fight that off as well as having this foreign object in my body. I think it was just like a double whammy and, um, it kind of just was like, all right, this is like, I've hit its limit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So like, what are some of the common, like, um, symptoms for people that do end up getting an explant? I know you said like autoimmune, like some lymph node swelling, um, brain fog. Like, is there anything else that people that maybe do have implants that are like maybe wondering like, what are, what are some of the other things that you notice that change or, um, definitely symptoms that, you know, I've experienced, but also I've, I work with patients holistically all the time and I've, you know, dove into this with other patients. Um, and what I've seen is things from like muscle weakness, tingling, um, numbness to brain mm. fog, major hormonal issues, estrogen dominant symptoms, breast swelling and tenderness, abnormal cycles, um, I would say those are the main ones that I've seen. Um, And then a lot of digestive issues, um, which we know, you know, our hormones feed off of our gut. So they both work hand in hand, but um, those are probably the top ones that I see. And does it matter whether it's like saline or silicone or is all, is it all of the implants? Yeah. So, um, this is a question that I've gotten before and, you know, I'm not an expert on saline or silicone, you know, in general, but what I can say, and in my, like, just opinion, professional opinion is that any foreign object in your body is like not meant to be there. Right. It could be a metal plate in your leg for, you know, if you broke your femur or whatever it is, um, our body can attack anything that's in there. Mm -hmm. And I think, the BII world and the breast implant illness has just grown because, you know, our, our breasts, like I said, are just in such a sacred location as a female. And I think it just affects us a lot more. So I don't necessarily think, you know, the saline versus the silicone could be worse or or better than the other. I wouldn't say that. Um, now it might differ if if you have a leak, right. But, um, I would yeah, I would just say that any foreign object in your body that doesn't need to be there um, can definitely, you know, attack our attack our system. So should I take my butt, Brazilian butt implants out? Do you have Brazilian I'm butt? Just, I'm just kidding. No, I do not have Brazilian butt implants, no. But um, I would yeah. recommend. <laughs> I will work on that. Uh, yeah. We'll do a podcast on removal. No, I'm just kidding. No, I do not have any implants anywhere. Um, but yeah, I mean, we don't think about like all this stuff that we put on our body. And yeah, it is a, I mean, and just the material, you know, whatever is inside, whether it's silicone or saline, I think the still the, encap- the capsule of the actual implant still is a, whatever it's made out of, you know, silicone, yeah. whatever else. So uh, that makes sense. Um, so remove like I want to go um, we're, we'll talk about like your uh how you got ready for the surgery and all that stuff but first of all like to remove implants right isn't that like a process like the ca- you want to make sure you get the capsule out and all there is like an extensive process so you want to make sure you go to a surgeon that qu- that is qualified to to do removal right yeah Good question. Um, I've had a lot of questions about this and um, there is, you know, a lot of politics when it comes to BII, which was very eye-opening for me when I started to get, you know, involved in everything and do my own research and that kind of stuff. I think with just anything, there's politics, right? But there's three ways you can get your implants out. Um, and this is what I, I just kind of explained to people. Um, you can get, you can be put under 
and you can get the implant and the capsule removed. You can be put under and you can just get the implant removed and you can be basically awake, have local anesthesia and just get the implant removed. Um, I talked to five surgeons um, before I, and as well as did my own research and have like my little functional medicine group of practitioner friends that I kind of fed off of. Um, and I actually chose not to get my capsule removed. Now, my implants weren't in there that long. Um, is there enough, enough research to back that, you know, there's toxins stuck on the capsule? I mean, probably there's toxins stuck on the capsule, right? Because an implant basically forms a capsule, like mm-hmm. just any body. It's kind of like scar tissue. It forms like a little sheath around the implant, um, which is the capsule is what we're talking about if people aren't familiar. And what people say and what researchers have said is that they believe that the capsule, you know, um, has all of these toxins attached as well. Now the surgery is risky. So you have to kind of weigh, weigh the pros and cons. Um, mm-hmm. it's a very invasive surgery. You get very close to the lung. Um, if you mm-hmm. have, you know, in-depth autoimmune stuff going on already, and maybe your immune system isn't great. Um, it can be a risk, right? Just like any other surgery. Um, and then, also just being put, put out in general. Um, if you've got gut issues or whatever, we know that the anesthesia can, can affect us too. Um, depending on like what we have going on in our gut. And I've had plenty of the the gut issues. Um, that's a whole nother story, but yeah, those are the, those are the three ways, um, you can get your implants removed. Now your capsule is going to be a lot, you know, less hardened. It's going to be a lot, um, less attached to the implant. Um, if they're not in for as long, you know, mm-hmm. I'll, I have patients that have had implants in for 30 years. And yeah. I mean, we see these, these implants removed and you have no choice, but you've got to get that capsule out because it's just literally a hard rock around the implant. So mm-hmm. I, at the time chose, because I've also kind of been going through some other health stuff, um, was to just not be put under. I actually stayed awake for the surgery, got my implant out and did a ton of gut um, a gut protocol before a ton of autoimmune support. And then same with after. And I was like, I felt like I didn't have surgery the day I had surgery, right? I was in and out and walking around, um, probably more than I should have been. But, um, it's definitely one of those things that I think I came to conclusion and I'm sorry, this is such a long answer, but it's just kind of based on the patient, you know, and from the surgeons that I've talked to, um, who are more holistic minded and more Western and you put both of those together. Um, I just decided that was the best for my body and I'm going to see how I respond. And, um, if I choose, you know, and that I'm still having issues down the road or whatever, um, you know, I might do the capsule later, um, separately, but right now I will say I feel great. Um, and I feel really happy with like the surgeon and all of the, the feedback that I got from a bunch of different people. That's awesome. Well, that's actually very interesting that you mentioned that because I thought like whenever you have breast implants, you always have to get the capsule out. So I'm glad that you kind of touched on that. I didn't really know that much about it. So uh, thank you for explaining that. And um, I do anesthesia. You should have just called me. I would have just given you a little little bit of something. <laughs> I needed you. I needed you. I know. I could have been right there. But that's pretty amazing. Do you remember stuff? Or did they give you like bursted and, and stuff to like, or did you, do you remember? I was fully awake. I was in. I was chatting oh. with the surgeon the whole time. So they just numbed you up. They numbed and, me. Wow. They numbed me up. Um, honestly, I mean, I have, a, I know me and I know I have high pain tolerance, but like it was, it really wasn't bad. Um, I thought it was like, I told myself, you know, I haven't had children. And I was like, if people can have children naturally, I can do this <laughs> like <laughs> as natural as I possibly can. Yeah. I'm not getting the capsule out, which is the downfall. Um, and that's a lot more intense of a surgery. Um, but there's, there's ways like you can, you can detox, you know, we, we can't say that we can get the capsule out. Right. But we can detox. We can use infrared sauna. I have a friend actually, her name is Dr. Kate. Um, it's her supplement name as well. And she actually has a silicone, um, detox supplement. So I thought that was just genius. I was like, why didn't I think about this? Yeah. um, I've been taking that. Um, it is a blood thinner. So I stopped two weeks before surgery, but I've been taking that, you know, before 
after surgery and working on my gut as well. And then once I can get back in that sauna, I will be in that sauna. I'm just waiting for those scars to, to heal up. Yeah, that's, that's my favorite. So the infrared sauna is, I got one of those, like this, this year it was best investment of my life. Yeah. Um, And of course, like if you are considering, you know, removing your implants or trying to decide, you know, whether you're going to get the capsule out, everything that we discuss here is obviously just for educational purposes. None of this is medical advice, especially that Dr. Austin is a doctor, so we don't want, you know, mislead anyone. So this, we're just sharing her story and anything that we discuss, supplements, all that stuff is just for educational purposes and you should always consult your doctor. For sure. Uh, so speaking of your um, supplements, I know you did a specific protocol prior to your procedure. Uh, can you t- kind of describe like what you did and uh, the supplements that you took and how long you did it for? Yeah, yeah. So I actually have this all, which is so great. Definitely I'm going to go over it. But just so everyone knows, I the day of my surgery, after I got home, I just can't sit still. That's the type of person I am. I created a <laughs> Um, with everything. Um, so it's a free downloadable. It's on my Instagram with just like, it's called explant essentials and kind of goes through some information on there for people. Cause I was just getting so many questions and I it's amazing. Like, I looked through it and it's amazing. Oh, and I will link your Instagram and everything in the, in the description as well. So. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so, um, supplement wise before I was, I went through my gut protocol. Um, I have my own gut cleanse. Um, so basically I was just taking some binders. If you're not familiar with binders, um, the point of binders is to just kind of bind to certain toxins in our body to try to pull those out. Now that's why we don't want to take binders when we're taking other supplements, because we don't want the binder to bind to other supplements that we're taking. So, um, I was doing a lot of binders, a lot of infrared sauna as much as I could. Um, I was doing, I love, um, doTERRA has a great complex. It's called the polyphenol deep blue complex. It's great for inflammation. There's been a ton of studies and research on, um, some of their supplements. And I don't think people realize that I actually have my own supplement company as well. Um, so for me to rep something else is, you know, it's a a decent deal. Um, and then I was doing a lot of like, um, oils, copaiba is great. Um, it's great for inflammation. So I was doing that with the, what's the name of it? Copaiba. So some people uh, say Copaiba, but I guess the actual way that you're supposed to say it is Copaiba. So I've been trying to correct that lately. Um, But yeah, so I've been doing that. (coughs) Um, That has so many different benefits too. It's a really good natural antihistamine. Um, There is a great oil um, and they're all all linked as well, um, but it's called Immortel. And I'm actually using that for my scarring um, now, and I'm just putting it kind of like around, you can't really see, but if I would stand up, my scars are kind of down here. So I'm doing it around the scar area. Again, none of this is medical advice. It's just what I've chosen to do, um, in more of a holistic way. And then I'm doing a lot of gut support. I mentioned my friend, Dr. Kate supplement. Um, I'm doing colostrum. So that with protein, which is so going to be was pre, this was before your explant surgery. And how, when, how long, like, when did you start this whole protocol, like a month ahead or? Yeah. Um, I, I would say I started it about a month ahead. Um, and then you want to be careful with, and I think I note this on my, I know I note this on my printout, but you don't want to take any blood thinners before surgery. So I stopped all supplements for two weeks before my surgery. Um, I kind of was going on a tangent there. I guess I wasn't, I wasn't doing the colostrum before, um, surgery, but I was doing kind of all those other things for inflammation. And then post-surgery, I added a couple more things in, um, and yeah, um, was doing some on guard tablets just for, um, like just to help with, uh, my immune system since it is a little bit weaker than others. I mean, before, this is crazy. This is actually a really crazy cool thing. I was telling a doctor earlier before surgery, I had labs done about two weeks before. And I mean, my levels were, were all over the place. My white blood cells were super bottomed out. Um, monocytes were through the roof. I'm not going to get too technical, but I just had labs done directly after surgery and all these things have already drastically improved. Crazy. Um, yeah. So I don't want to call it a coincidence, but I feel mm. better too. That's, that's insane. 
And I know you mentioned um, you're taking some doTERRA supplements and I'm shocked myself because I love doTERRA oils and I use it pretty much every night when I go to bed or even just like diffusing it at home. But I had no idea that they had supplements. Like I was like blown away. So Yeah. Yeah. Supplements are great quality too. Um, There's a lot of testing and they've done, they have a whole bibliography. Um, I've actually met one of the CEOs. Um, I've been to the lab. Yeah. Um, the testing and yeah it's pretty mind-blowing um and those are the kind of companies that you want to you know affiliate yourself with and back right like whether it's that or any other company you want to do your research and and know your stuff and then you also have your own supplement as well yeah and like how did that i mean I i don't mean to like get off the subject but how did that start like how did you start developing your own supplement yeah. So, so those are more just like, um, just basic supplements that I thought would be good for just kind of every everyday patients that I was seeing in the office that everyone kind of sort of needed, needed in their daily life. And so many people don't even realize like they're so deficient in vitamin D, but when they're taking a D, they need the K2, right? You need to take yeah. the D with the K2 to be able to absorb. So I just created a couple things that were plant based. Um, and just like, very easy on the stomach, um, easily absorbable, um, that would like would kind of benefit every patient, to be honest. Um, and then for my, my more in depth stuff, I, I reach out to other companies, like, you know, I've got a whole list of them that I, I kind of rep, but um, it depends on the patient, right? I'm using different, different supplements from different companies for different things. But yeah, um, that was a I guess like two years ago now. Um, so it's just kind of really been getting, getting going, which has been great. Um, and like I said, I rep a lot of other companies as well. Pretty awesome. Yeah. I love it. So then you went back to, you, you had your surgery about two weeks ago. Well, almost yeah, I was on the eighth. So yeah, two weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, and then went back home, you could tell a difference immediately and just like oh. swelling and and yeah. just inflammation and just um everything so after the surgery how like what did you incorporate in your recovery was it the same supplements you just continue using the binders and uh, are there any particular binders too like charcoal activated charcoal or like uh, zeolite i know there's so many different ones yeah. that you can take yeah um, I like, uh, so Cellcore has a good binder. Um, they have a really good, uh, binder on their line. I also like, um, Biocidin Botanicals. Um, they have a great line of a binder. Um, so I actually was taking the Biocidin, um, binder and then adding on kind of after surgery. Cause I know I talked about a couple things before, um, I was adding in colostrum, um, doing a lot of electrolytes, uh, protein, you know, making sure just for like that muscle recovery, um, you know, lots of protein. Um, I was doing, what else am I doing? I'm doing on guard, which is actually from doTERRA. That's to help like boost my immune system as well. So I continued that did the polyphenol deep blue. So that's a really good one for pain and inflammation. I use, I use the lotion actually on like every patient that I see in the office. Um, is that for doTERRA? It is. Yeah. yeah that's probably really like my favorite supplement that they have um, just with the, the feedback that I've gotten with patients and then Copaiba for inflammation. Um, there's an oil it's called Immortel. Um, and it's actually shown to just help with the healing and the scarring and everything around. So I was, um, I'm doing that. It's a little roller. Um, so I'm doing that kind of around the scar. I'm not putting anything directly over it. And then helichrysum is also really good um, for like wounds and cuts and that kind of stuff. Haven't used that yet. Again, I'm kind of letting my myself heal, um, keeping like a compressed bra on for now. But I mean, I'm like blown away with the recovery compared to like when I even got the implants in the first place. Like, I feel like I just I bounced back so fast. That's amazing. And uh, another question, did you have the same surgeon remove your implants that put your implants in? I did. Yeah. yeah. I got, I got five opinions and it's so funny. He was great. Um, 
he actually told me to go because I was, he knows, you know, I just did all my research and he's like, he's like, you just, you need to just like feel for yourself. So I want you to go talk to my friend. Her name's Dr. McGuire. Uh, My surgery was in St. Louis, Missouri. That's where I'm originally from. So I went back there to kind of stay with my family and she actually has done a ton of research on BII in her office with patients um, that come into her office. So that's another thing like with surgeons um, and plastic surgeons, like doing implants and stuff like that. I think it's super important to go to someone that really believes in BII because it is a thing. And some, you know, will blow you off. It's just like any doctor or whoever you're talking to, like people can blow you off. Right. So you want to go to someone that believes in it, that like believes in you. Um, so he actually sent me to her and she was great. She's so funny. She's just this loud, like kind of, um, this loud, like lady. And she's just doesn't have really a filter, which I love. Um, and I was like, All right, tell me this. That's my kind of girl right there. Yeah. yeah my kind of girl. And we ended up getting a picture. It was like the whole thing. Um, but yeah, she, she showed me her studies and she was like, really transparent. And I felt really, really good with um, the feedback that she gave me. And then I actually had a couple opinions here as well, just from um, a couple friends that had gone through the explant process. So yeah, um, it ended up doing great. I ended up going with Dr. Nathan, who was at St. Louis Cosmetic Surgery, um, doing it at the in-office. Um, like They have like a little in-office surgery room because I, I chose not to go under. Um, and it was quick, easy, um, pretty, not too painful, felt some pain, but. What was the most uncomfortable part of it? I know they numb you, numb your skin underneath and stuff, but I'm sure some pressure and like pulling the. Sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I thought that was going to be worse. Like he did, he was like doing my left and he's like, I'm like, okay, yeah. Just like, let me know when it's, when it's coming. And he's like, it's out. I'm like, Oh, Okay. And then, um, honestly, the, I think the most pain was they put drains in me. Um, and my drains, like just the drain incision on the side was probably the most painful. Um, and they were the most annoying. I only had them for two days. Thank the Lord. Cause I was, I was like over those things, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, like I feel for anyone that has to have those, you know, whatever you're going through, it, it just sucks. But, um, I think that was the most annoying um, and most painful part. And I'm still kind of sore on the sides. Other than that, like just a little pressure. Um, I was numb for the most part. They did a great job. Like I also did, they probably thought I was like a crazy, like oil holistic weirdo lady. Cause I like came in, I have like my oils and I'm like, got my meditation music and like my hypnosis playlist. <laughs> He's like, whatever you got to do. That's also why. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> they're like girl whatever you gotta do so um I did that um some like hypnosis and yeah some oils to kind of calm me down and that was really it how long did it take how long did the surgery take the prepping is what the prepping and the cleanup is the longest part I would say the surgery itself took about 20 minutes quick procedure I mean obviously they're prepping you and doing everything I would say maybe 30 to 40 minutes but I also think there are a lot more and you can probably speak for this. I, I think, you know, they might be a little more careful if you're awake and more just like aware because you're there. Yeah. You're walking, so they have to be just extra cautious. So um, that kind of made me feel good too. Cause they were constantly asking me like, you feeling okay? You doing yeah. okay? Um, so that was, that was good. I think. I agree. So I know, I mean, I know you've done a lot of research on all this whole subject of uh, BII and stuff, but does everybody that gets implants, are they, is everybody at risk for, for breast illness, uh, breast implant illness, or do some people just are okay with it? Like, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I had this question asked to me the other day when I was actually on another podcast talking about it. And honestly, here's the thing. Like if you have any sort of foreign object in your body, you're at, you're at risk for anything, right? Anyone, I think it puts you at risk just because you're, you're going through that decision and going through the process of putting something foreign in your body. Um, now do some people not respond and have like any symptoms? Of course they don't. Um, 
that's, you know, the same thing with like my dad, he has a cage in his back and from a fall, you know, and he actually had a weird reaction to that at the beginning. But, you know, some people get that put in and they're like, oh my gosh, best surgery in my life helped my back. And I feel great. So you're definitely more at risk if you have higher risk factors like autoimmune and, you know, different things or whatever it is. Um, but it's, I mean, putting something like that in your body, we know, like, I don't even want to bring up the breast cancer subject, but we know like one in three women, I think these days get breast cancer, which is such a high statistic. And if we're putting something in that could possibly cause like estrogen dominance, you know, we want to be careful with that stuff just because, I mean, we're already at risk in society with all these environmental toxins and our food and our water. So in my opinion, um, I got asked a really hard question the other day and it was like, would you do, would you have done it or would you have gone back and done it differently? And I think if I knew what I knew now, I wouldn't have gone through with it, but I'm, I wouldn't have also learned all of the stuff that I've learned. So it's just kind of like one of those things that you can't, you can't dwell on the past and you've got to just kind of move forward and learn from what you went through. Right. And then reach out and speak to people because I wasn't going to do that at the beginning. I was kind of embarrassed. Um, and like the feedback that I've gotten is, has been crazy. And exactly, you know, you're, you're here helping other women that are maybe going through the same, uh, stuff and you can educate them and help them get through it and not feel embarrassed. Like, you know, yes, sometimes you get implants for whatever reasons it it doesn't matter and it, it shouldn't be any shame. And it's like, if you feel like it just doesn't feel right in your body, take it out, do whatever you need to do to feel good. Yeah. yeah. It's anything. It's like, if you feel like, you know, a doctor's telling you that everything's fine and to just kind of you just forget about it, like, and you feel in your gut that it's not, then speak up or get a second opinion, you know, because I've been there too. And it, it doesn't get you anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Do you like when you went for a consultation for your breast implants, did like, do the surgeons, because I, I don't know how that works, actually, do the surgeons mention this, like, to patients, like, hey, you know, there's a possibility of breast illness, like, that could be something, no. They don't no, talk about. So I will straight up say, um, so I was, like, also at the very beginning of my uh, holistic school journey um, in doctorate school, and I had actually met with a couple professors um, before I even went in to go, like, in with the surgery, talked to mm -hmm. them, got their opinion. Um, one was actually a surgeon. So I talked to her, I talked to a couple other professors. I brought in some articles about BII when it wasn't even really a known thing yet. Yeah. And I sent it to the doctor and um, he, he mentioned it and he did, he was like, you know, he was telling us like the risk factors and all kinds of stuff. And he was very open with it, which I thought was really nice of a surgeon to do because obviously that's their job, right? Is to do surgery, especially plastic surgery. So I had asked about it, but not at all. Are they going to bring that up? Um, I will say also a lot of people think at least like I thought this and maybe call me naive or whatever, but before I learned just more details about it, um, they told me that I had a warranty, a 10 year warranty on my implants. And this warranty is like a different company. So it's, it's not necessarily the practice that I went to to get my implants, right? Like they work with a third party company. Um, and the warranty company is just completely awful. Like they don't cover anything unless you can prove that you basically have lymphoma or oh, you no. have laceration in your implant. And I've talked to a couple of that have gotten their implants out and they were willing to actually take out my implants put new implants in, but they wouldn't take, just take my implants out, even with the lab that I sent. Yeah. Oh so, my gosh. Wow. So there are some like things that you can do. Um, some like codes, if your surgeon's willing to go through insurance, um, I wouldn't say it's a high probability that they will, because they probably don't make much money off of that. Right. I mean, I know just in practice, like I don't make money off of insurance. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's a pain in the butt, but, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely something that I was not aware of. I was thinking I had this warranty and it would protect me, 
if anything happened, which it did, I was sick, you know, um, and it definitely didn't do anything. Well, that's crazy. But you know, it's all, it's all a money thing. Money. And I have like previously asked surgeons that I've previously have worked with and I've done breast implants insertions not myself but provided an anesthesia to for explants and, and implants and most of the times that I've asked the surgeons like you know what are your thoughts and like I don't know a lot of people sometimes exaggerate and they make things up because this has become this thing to do now and I'm just like yeah okay <laughs> so do your research, you know, you know what you feel, you know the difference, like, yes, we can all have opinions and think this or that, but at the end of the day, you know, you know yourself well, and you need to listen to your your inner self. If something feels weird or wrong, it probably is. Amen. Yeah, I think it's really patient-based, and, like, also, um, like you said, I think that's the answer that a lot of people like to give when they don't even know enough about yeah. it. Um, you know, that's probably be the answer that I would give if I didn't know. Um, so yeah, like just, if that's the case, just say, you know, I just don't have knowledge on the topic, but, um, know your stuff before you're, you're saying one way or the other, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, I even talked to a dentist, uh, the other day, a friend of mine, and I asked about like mercury feelings. Because yeah. that's a big, a big thing. He's like, no, this there's no research on it. And I'm like, oh, there is. There is. I mean, like, I have my, I had like three mercury feelings because in Europe, that's all we, that's all they did, mercury yeah. back then. And wow. I decided to remove it after several friends, dent, dentist friends told me there's no correlation. I'm like, I know there is because I can feel it here in my brain. The brain fog was awful. Yeah. And I removed it. I went through the protocol, the detox protocol, kind of similar with the binders and stuff. And I have noticed a huge difference. So, again, yes, there might be research versus, and, and again, what's research? Sometimes research is very subjective too. It's like money and yeah. So, yeah, there's so much. What's research? I, I love that because it, it can be just such a, yeah, yeah. that's a question but, who's um, doing research is in the breast implant company <laughs> and yeah you need to know who is doing the research who is sponsoring the research because that research can be skewed whichever way you want it to go unfortunately oh um, that's so true that's such a good point um to bring up for people too like just be aware of that and listen to your body um and i can tell you right now your your feelings definitely have effect on your gut and we know the gut's connected to the brain so i mean yeah kudos to you for listening to yourself and getting those out because yeah and i just nodded i was like hmm okay there's no there's no correlation thanks i got it i took mine out anyway (laughs) (laughs) so i just laughed but it's just it's yeah you have to be your own advocate you have to do your research and just ask questions and when you don't get the answer just keep asking and digging and digging more because um yeah there's there's yeah um okay the other question i was gonna ask and i know you said your implants were not very big it was just just a little you know cosmetic for yourself so i know like removing them probably won't make a big difference in like you know how you look and like how you feel but women that have you know or let's say they've had these large implants for years like what happens you know what happens with like the skin do they have to remove some of the skin because there could be like a lot of sagging can they do like fat uh, transplant or I guess they can inject you know your own fat in there like do you know much about that that yeah yeah definitely this is a good question. Um, I was even shocked with like my implants coming out and like just seeing like the size of the implant because I'm pretty small, right? And then just seeing how quickly my breasts, like the elasticity in our body just like goes back. Obviously, age, unfortunately, is going to have a factor in the elasticity and stuff. Now, bigger implants, of course, I mean, they can they can stretch the skin. Um, yeah, I mean, 
uh, other than that, what was your second question? Um, like, do you have to like put like fat in there to like so, support the, the breast tissue so it's not sagging for people with like large breast implants? Yeah, so you can definitely do fat transplants. I mean, that's a thing. You can take, usually they take it from a different area, you know, in the body and put it into the breast, um, depending on your case. But honestly, um, yeah, you're, you're probably, I hate to say it, it's probably if you've got these massive implants, it's going to be a little bit harder to just go back to looking completely normal. I will say like mine look more normal than I thought they would look. Um, like they look, even the surgeon said, he's like, you're, and it's probably has to do with how you take care of your body too. Right. No, like that's going to have a factor, but he was like, it's crazy. Like you look exactly how you did before you had the surgery as you do after. Um, I was shocked. I mean, a little like looseness, but I mean, it's been a week. It's, it's our, it's getting better and better by the day. Um, and I'm just, you know, doing all the protocols that I talked about, which I think is helping a lot. So I think there's definitely things that you can do to help that. Um, but yeah, if they're bigger, it's going to be a little bit harder for sure, because you're stretching out the skin and also just, let's just talk about like your back, <laughs> like oh, me, yeah. background, like, I mean, even just having the small implants out, like, oh my God, like it feels already so much better. I was like, I need a freaking adjustment. <laughs> like I feel, I feel like I can breathe. I'm not just like hunched over all the time. I mean, that affects our neck for like every centimeter. Our neck is forward. We're adding pounds to our, our head and the weight of our head. So, I mean, just in general for your body to feel better, like, you're going to feel better. Like I was actually getting kind of sick of it towards the end. I was like, all right, like, I just want to go for a run and like, not, you know, <laughs> about like my boobs. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's great. I'm glad. I'm so glad to hear that. That's awesome. So you also, um, so you are a chiropractor and you also do a lot of like detox and, and stuff. Can you tell us a little bit about like, you know, what exactly you do and how people that are maybe interested in working with you, how they can uh, work with you or reach out to you? Yes, of course. Yeah. So um, I do a lot of functional medicine and I kind of specialize in the hormones. I would say my niche patient is about 25 years of age to about 45. I don't work necessarily a ton with menopause. That's a whole nother kind of ball game. Um, but I do have a good network of, of people that I refer to for that. Um, and what, what I do is basically help um, patients, females mostly balance their hormones, um, figure out the issues of what's going on in their gut, whether that's like, you know, bloating that they're dealing with, severe like constipation, diarrhea, pain. Um, and we dive deep and we do more in-depth labs that a lot of times that unfortunately you don't get, you know, when you just go in for your yearly physical or whatever it is. Um, fortunately, insurance doesn't cover a lot of those labs because they are more preventative. And we know that's a whole nother story, but um, I'm doing things like GI maps, um, which is kind of looking at, you know, the large intestine and seeing what's going on. Um, SIBO, if you've heard of that, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, there's another test you can do for that. It's called TrioSmart. That's a more in-depth gut condition. Um, so we're really diving deep and trying to find out the root cause. I do a lot of Dutch testing, which is going to look at the of all of our female hormones. Um, and it actually looks at methylation as well, cortisol, adrenals, all that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, obviously it's all based on patient and the case, but when patients work with me, they get a 13 page intake form, which is pretty in depth. And it goes, goes from like family history way back till when they were born till now. Um, and we kind of just analyze that and then figure out what's going on for that particular patient, what labs maybe we should order. Maybe labs aren't necessary. Maybe we just try some sort of protocol at the beginning, but um, it's obviously patient-based, but that's a lot of the stuff that I'm, I'm focusing on. I hope that that made sense. I feel like I was rambling. No, that's awesome. And how, what's the best way to reach out to you? Do you have like a website or is it through Instagram or is there a particular uh, place where you like people to reach out if they want to work with you? Yeah, Instagram's great. It's easy. My website, I have a link tree on my Instagram bio. It's linked to my website for my separate supplement websites on there, as well as my regular detox docs website. 
um, all of my programs one-on-one, um, that free downloadable, if you're listening to this and you're thinking that you need to get your breast implants out, that's just, I mean, it's a super short three page document, but it's a really easy thing to just download. Um, yeah, so their Instagram, um, Facebook, I'm on Facebook as well, but I would say Instagram is probably the easiest way. Awesome. And I'll link all that below. Yeah. I love it. I thank you so much for sharing that. It's really great to see, you know, another doctor sharing this and and really uh, standing up for, you know, your body and what, how you feel. And, you know, obviously you're a detox doc as well. And, you know, that I love that you are sharing this and following your, your passion and your gut feelings and just wanting to feel the best, you know? Yeah, it's good to know, like, other practitioners, especially, you know, as like your background, too, as a nurse and nurse anesthetist, like, it's just great to know that there's practitioners out there, whether it's like Western or more holistic, um, that can kind of come together, I feel like and just and we need more and more of that, because I just feel like there's that there's that bridge that needs to be um, field between like and the physician MD and the patient. There's so much gray area that we're, you know, there's a lot of information that is being missed. You know, I'll run into a patient or talk to a patient that's on three different blood pressure medications and their blood pressure is 160 over 100. Yeah. And I'm like, do you check your blood pressure? They're like, no, they're checking yeah. every six months. <laughs> every six <laughs> months, when I go for my. Yeah, and I'm like, do they, you need, oh, it like blows my mind. So I try to educate, I'm like, hey, you know, if you go to Walgreens or if you go to Walmart, there's a blood pressure medicine in the pharmacy. Just check it, write it down in your phone. Because when you go every six months, it might not be accurate. And sometimes these medications need to be adjusted up or down, whichever. And the yeah. end goal is to get off of some of those. Amen. And there's so many things we can do, you know, holistic. Yeah where we just have to jump to a medication. And I think that's the thing, like medications, they do save lives in certain circumstances, yeah. but like just knowing that, you know, you're, you're in that field and like, you're doing that, like, is just so it's just great because you don't hear that enough, which is, I think is amazing. Yeah. I try a little bit here and there whenever I get a chance, but you know, you can't do so much because you're prepping them for surgeries and you notice these things and you try to do just a little education, not like, yeah, just a little bit. (laughs) uh, Yeah. I mean, you hope that it helps a little bit, but Yeah. yeah, no, I love it. And thank you for being an advocate for health and detox and women's health especially hormones because you see so many things like early on now the pcos weight gain all the stuff that we really didn't used to think about back then but now with food the stress the environmental everything there's so much that we need to like dig into and it's not just like a you know take a pill let's fix it you know and like you said gut is isn't it they call it like the the second brain it is I would right? say it's the first brain. I call it the first, first. brain. Because yeah. honestly, our vagus nerve is literally connected, right, to our gut. And what's going on there is what's going back up to the to the brain. So, I mean, people call it the second. I call it the first. But Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree. I mean, because if your gut, I mean, if you have gut issues, this brain is not working. Brain yeah. fog, everything. And, and, I've, and I've been there. I've had a lot of a lot of those issues and struggled with it for like 10 years or so as a practitioner. And I didn't know, like I kept going back. I'm like, what's wrong with me? Why can I lose weight? Why can I feel good? And sometimes it's, it's a lot deeper than just like, you know, food or exercise. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, There's tests that you can do to, to figure that out as well that people don't even realize. So so yeah, feel free to reach out to Dr. Austin if you are having those issues or you've been struggling with for with it for a long time because there is hope and you should never stop searching for it because we deserve to feel amazing and we deserve to feel the best that we can. So yeah. again, thank you so much for sharing. I My last question, uh, my favorite question I like to ask all my guests <laughs> is uh, what are the three things you wish you had known sooner 
um, related to anything in, in your life, health, relationships, just life. Yeah, I think, okay, so my three things, if we're just talking about anything in general that I wish I knew sooner would be to, number one, just not give a crap what people think because I think that can set you back in so many ways and that actually can affect our physical health. Um, Number two, I would say, you know, just like if I'm going in like a food standpoint, being aware of like how inflammatory some foods are and how things are processed, like gluten, um, Mm. staying away from like those just like crack foods is what I call them because they're, they're literally meant to be addictive. Um, and number three, I would just say to, you know, not let a doctor, whatever type of doctor it is, you know, let you down or put you down because I've been there and I've cried and I've spent so much money and got no answers So just be yourself advocate because I didn't do that a lot at the beginning. And I feel like, you know, later on I did and it made a huge difference. So don't give up. Um, I guess that's four, but yeah, those would be the three things that I would. Those are awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing and thank you for taking the time to chat with, with me and share your story with others that I hope that it will help as well for those who are, maybe having the same questions or maybe trying to decide about their breast implants or other implants like my Brazilian butt implants. Now people are going to believe me that I have Brazilian. I've, I've actually been asked before I've had Brazilian butt implants. I'm like, no, that's good. That's squats. That is squats. That's just your genetics yeah. and squats. That's the squats. Yes. So, Amen, girl. All right. Well, Well, thank you so much. I'll share all your information in the uh, description. And I look forward to connecting with you again and, and following your story and everything else that you share. I can't wait. Thanks so much. Have a good one. Hey, if you are ready to lose that toxic weight and transform your mind so that weight never comes back, I want to invite you to join my Mind Body Boss Mentorship Program where I use my proven formula to teach you how to achieve that. So you just click on the link in the description to learn more. See you on the inside.